Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for your support of the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. Today we head to Germany, to Wittenberg more precisely. Our guest today, the Reverend Dr. Wilhelm Weber. He's director of the Old Latin School, the International Lutheran Center at the Old Latin School in Wittenberg, Germany. Dr. Weber, thanks for joining us on the Coffee Hour today. Oh, it's a great pleasure. Thank you very much for having me, Andy and Sarah. Share with us why we have an International Lutheran Center in the Old Latin School in Wittenberg. Yeah, we just celebrated uh, an anniversary again. 2016, the center was opened. So we're into our seventh year now. Uh, really a wonderful place for confessional Lutherans from all over the world. Visiting center right where Luther started the Reformation. Just next to St. Mary's in the middle of old Wittenberg town. So that's where we have got uh, rooms to stay overnight or just to come in for a casual visit or come in for the divine service on Sundays, which we have in English and in German. So you are most welcome here at all times. We have an open door policy and people actually love to walk in and just see what it's about. So what happens at the Old Latin School every week? Have have things uh, opened up a bit? I know the last time we talked, there were still some some restrictions that were happening. What have you been able to to do every week at the Old Latin School? Yeah, Sarah, it was pretty dead. It was uh, the the river tours were had stopped, and uh, the buses were no longer traveling, and so we were just Wittenbergers looking outside and, and seeing if some lonely figure would walk down the street and to visit us. But now it's picking up. Tourists are coming in. Americans are coming in, back in again as well. We have got refugees from the Ukraine coming in at a thousand plus or in this area, settled down, trying to find work, going to school, etc., etc. And uh, the old Latin school, of course, benefits from that. But it's also the locals you know, uh, I've got a, a, a lady just living next door. She's lived here all her life since being five years old. She fled the war, the Second World War, and she stays here in uh, at the church plaza, practically, and uh, just across the old Latin school. And she's uh, seen it a number of times. She said, uh, well, at first she was skeptical, but when she saw those four friendly Americans who had just Bought the old Latin school. She was just over the moon. And she's walking in now several times because I have music playing quite loud. And uh, she walks in and says, this is lovely music. I've never been here. So people like that walk, walk in and then they sort of catch up and say, wow, this really has become a wonderful place. So we have got visitors like that every now and again in Spain. What What is available to visitors and what have you been able to make updates to in the seven years that you've been open? Yeah, I see the first part of that time was with Kristen Lang. She did a marvelous job. The big uh, 500 anniversary was in. They had really put it on the map. Wittenbergers still asked me, where's that friendly lady who was always here? You know, and now they just meet 
an old grumpy old man, you know. And uh, so that's that's a big change. But then came Corona, which also uh, didn't do much to promote this place. But we've had several spectacular developments. I think the most important is that uh, through the Academy from Riga, this uh, Dr. Courtright and uh, Dr. Bobaro, they have taken this up as one of their main seats for on-site training. So we've got a room for uh, 25 students to come in here. So that is uh, very, very helpful. Masaki, Professor Masaki from Masaki from Fort Wayne, comes here with African leaders to uh, do on-site training right here in the, at the Reformation sites. And uh, of course, pastors and small groups come here as well. Confirmation groups come in, they call, and then they set up an appointment either for a weekend or for a week or so, and they say, how uh, is there a place? Is there a good time? Professors come in. Professor Just has uh, done a, just a sabbatical year of over a month. Professor Robert Cold from St. Louis is coming now in June, July. So uh, we've got people uh, moving in here and really making it a, a wonderful place. They're all excited, of course, because the work here is just so convenient. You've got good libraries. You've got the sites here, you've got time to work, not many disturbances, and so, and then, of course, ideal accommodations. It's just, and very ideally situated transport-wise. You can reach uh, anywhere with by train or by car, of course, and, or if you're like me, you go by bicycle. <laughs> me too, yes. <laughs> there you go. I don't go as fast as you, Sarah. I I I slowly. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> what kinds of updates have you been able to make to the facilities lately? Yeah, thanks for asking. We've uh, had because of the uh, classes we give here, and because we have this um, traditional uh, Lutheran theology, we are really book focused too. So we've got uh, extra shelving down in the foyer. That's a real nice addition. We've got uh, nice tables there as well inside the foyer because on Thursdays we do uh, a table talk sort of thing, a, a stumptisch, which is uh, where people come and uh, socialize. It's mainly uh, local tour guides who want to polish up the English, but then also English people like... Fulbright exchange students who uh, want to catch up with people from from here and want to talk a bit of English. They go. They are teachers partly. They are at at, at various schools of kindergarten and creche, etc. And so we have got a mixed bunch. And then of course we have got the professor Just and his wife Linda. They were part of that. Jim Krikova from Prague and his wife were there as well. She really made a wonderful impact with giving us an English lesson for an evening. Our people were absolutely excited about the way she helped them along to improve their English. So it's just a meeting place. And then we've also got a new smart board, which also is, of course, to facilitate our meetings when people cannot be here. So it just becomes more and more professional and uh, uh, very convenient and helpful for the people who are here. Yeah. 
How has the the war in the Ukraine impacted life in Wittenberg and your neighbors? Yeah, you know we 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 live in in Germany. We say Insel der Seelen, the island of the, the the blessed ones, sort of thing. We don't notice very much, but of course we're connected also with news. It's that those thousand Ukrainians coming in here, of course, impact as well. We uh, can talk to the people who are now also sharing the old Latin school. We are accommodating with the help of sponsors from Missouri. We are accommodating that pastor's family and the teachers. He's an American. She's uh, from Kiev. And uh, they uh, have fled the war. And they are staying here, trying, of course, to go back, but waiting till that it is safe. Natalia, who was there over the weekend, she actually saw for herself. She said, well, there were about three cars leaving Kiev and thousands literally returning. So that's uh, something which I did not know. And it impacts, of course, our inside because we are thinking they are all leaving. But it seems as if uh, people are very eager to return. The impact on us is also mainly political. Uh, Germany is uh, slowly but uh, surely also being drawn in with the various sanctions which are going to impact perhaps not this summer, but in, in winter again. We hear that the gas things have been reduced, the, the gas going via the Ukraine today. So things like that, actually, it plays an important role in the psyche of our people here because they think, what is it going to, what's the impact still going to be? We hope that we can offer a safe accommodation, that we can help with uh, actual teaching. My wife at her school has got a number of Ukrainian kids trying to cope with the German, etc. Figuring in, they, they work very well in English, but of course, uh, not all the staff is uh, fluent in English. So there's a lot of uh, challenges coming this way, and uh, we are working how to prepare it. On Sunday, the pastor's family is coming in here, and he's going to coordinate the refugees and help them to settle in, etc., etc. So we hope that we can make a positive impact in that way as well. Yeah, what a blessing that you're able to do all of that work for the people who need it right now. How can how can families who are thinking of traveling to Wittenberg make a make a trip out of the old Latin school? You know, there's so much to do that you can uh, connect on our internet site. Of course, you can phone, you can uh, write me an email, and then I think an important thing is just to make enough time. Don't just think you can. Uh, do Wittenberg in two hours. It just is too little. <laughs> you need a bit of time just to see the four heritage, world heritage sites. Uh, it, that takes about two days in the best of times. And if you've got more time, well, you can reach out in, into the neighborhood, into the neighboring towns like Gräfenheinich, where Paul Gerhard was, or up in Toynbrietzen, where Martin Chemnitz was. So, uh, and that's not even mentioning uh, Targau, and all the other Luther sites like Leipzig, it's uh, airport and uh, what have you. So just bring along enough time and then you can really uh, have a good time here watching it. Very good. Where can we find the information about the International Lutheran Center at the Old Latin School and opportunities to Google visit? Google oldlatinschool.org. So Old Latin School, there's our website. That's, uh, that's the best place to start. 
Our guest today, the Reverend Dr. Wilhelm Weber, Director of the International Lutheran Center at the Old Latin School in Wittenberg, Germany. Dr. Weber, thank you so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour today. It's a pleasure, Nadine and Sarah. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. <laughs> 